Are you preparing for competition? Y'all, it is mid-season. Things are getting rough. Things are getting tough. You've got your full show on the floor and you're adding all those little details, tweaking things that don't work, and you are pushing your kids in your team to their absolute limit. But are you preparing for competition? Welcome to the Reach, Effect, Achieve podcast. My name is Devin Emig, and I have been working as a color guard tech, designer, instructor, and consultant for over a decade. I work with low-income or no-income school systems who are in the beginning phases of their winter guard programs and help them get their foot in the door and their name on the map. I am passionate about Color Guard as an opportunity to reach out to youth, affect positive change in their lives, and push them to achieve more than they ever thought possible. This is Reach, Affect, Achieve. So that means two different things to me. Number one, are you preparing them mentally and physically to go through the entire show? When we are going through the the process of cleaning and tweaking our show, it's very easy to say, okay, you know what? We're going to focus on this eight counts or this 16 or 32 or, you know, whatever, this chunk. We do it in chunks, right? We say, let's fix this chunk and then let's fix this one. And then we'll put the two of them together maybe, but we do it in small bite-sized pieces because breaking it down makes it easier to clean, makes it easier to correct, makes it easier to detail. And that is definitely something that you want to do and something that you absolutely should be doing. But how often are you expecting your kids to do the full show full out? And when are you asking them to do this? So I like to do two different types of full runs. I like to do what I call a cold run and an exhausted run, right? So the cold run is exactly what it sounds like. You start practice as if it's a show day. You give them a couple minutes to stretch, to do body warm-up. You give them a couple minutes to do their equipment warm-up. And then you go and you do a full run. You pull the floor. You open it up. You do one straight through, no stops run. And just go, go, go until it's done. And whatever happens that's what happens. And then from there, you can go back and pull pieces out that were just absolutely disastrous or, you know, a little less than perfect if you're doing really well for yourself. But you pick the worst parts out of that run and you focus on those and you spend a couple minutes detailing that before you get into what you've actually planned for the day. So then the other side of that is the exhausted run. And that is exactly what it sounds like. It's the run when everybody's exhausted. So normally this is at the end of practice or at least close to the end of practice. It's right before you give them a water break when you say, okay guys, I know everyone is just dead right now, but we're going to push through and we're going to do this and we're going to do a full run, full out. I want you to give me everything you got for five minutes, six minutes, however long the show is. Why? Because show days are exhausting. Even if you don't arrive until it's time to check in and you go and you just prep, you know, you take your time getting ready. You have a little bit of time to get food. You try to make it as slow and painless a process as it can be. It's still a long day. So there's this mental fatigue that comes with show day and there's nerves that comes with a show day and it's an exhausting process. Doing a full run at the end of a practice, at the end of a day, when you're tired, when you don't want to anymore, when it's difficult to be pulled up and ready to go is just as critical as doing a cold run 
which is also critical because you don't have a two hour practice to get all warmed up and loosened up and get the kinks out before you go to a performance. That's just not the way that it works, at least most of the time. So both of those are things that you can be doing to prepare your team for competition. Real quick, I want to tell you guys that if you are loving this podcast and you're like, yes, I just need to write down everything this girl is saying, you're not alone. Okay, you may be alone, but if you hop on over to my website, www.atondrellc, that's A-T-T-E-I-N-D-R-E-L-L-C.com, sign up for my email list. You will get a reminder that this podcast is coming and you will get awesome tidbits from me that you can use right now to plan your winter guard season. How great does that sound? One more time, it's www.attendrellc.com and it is all free. Now, we all know that competition days don't always run according to plan. So, what are you doing to make sure that your team is prepared for the worst case scenarios? What worst case scenarios are you prepping your team for? Are you prepping them for having the music stop in the middle of the show? Because that definitely happens. Are you prepping them for a missed cue? Like say there's a flag exchange that's supposed to go to a soloist and for whatever reason that doesn't happen. Do you have a plan for that? Do you have a plan for someone being out? Guys, there is flu, strep, plague, you name it, we've got it. Broken, broken ankles, broken wrists like it's a it's a dangerous sport so if you are missing a cast member for whatever reason what is your team going to do have they practiced that have they practiced for an unexpected oh so and so can't make it today what happens right? Um, When we're talking about cadet groups or our younger groups, what happens when you walk in to an arena and it's 11 o'clock in the morning and there are like five people in the stands and no one is clapping? What happens when the soloist drops her rifle toss and it makes a big clang on the floor and everyone in the audience goes, or, oh, or whatever, you know, whatever the sound effect is of the day that can completely break mentally your entire team knowing that their star player completely blew her solo or it can blow that person's attention or, you know, mental, mental concentration. So practicing those things and knowing what happens and how you react and that you just smile and keep going and how you want them to recover and how you want them to push through these things is something that, we talk about a lot, but we very rarely practice. And because of that, when we then make it to the competition and one of these things does happen, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to react. Our teams don't know how to react. And we end up with problem after problem after problem that happens because of one little miss that really shouldn't have been a big deal, right? Has anybody else ever had that experience where one person drops a a toss and then three more people drop the same toss and there's no reason for them to drop that toss but they heard that clang and it disrupted them mentally and so now they're not concentrating they're not focused and they're not performing at their top level to be able to recover and save that moment 
if we don't give our kids an opportunity to practice these things, then when they happen during show day, and they will, they're not going to know what to do. So how are you preparing your team for success, both in terms of what to do on their worst days and in terms of what to do, how, how to handle the show as a whole? Because your show is very likely difficult and demanding. If it's not difficult for your team, you might want to look at that again because it should be. It should be pushing your team to get better and to do more and to, to strive harder and work harder and push. I mean, that's the whole point, right? So that's probably the type of show that they have is one that is physically and mentally demanding. So you need to practice, allow them to practice getting through the entire day and allow them to practice having things happen that would ruin their mental concentration and practice dealing with that during practice so that all of these things become non-issues when you go to show day and you can absolutely have your best performance. So that's what I'm going to challenge you to think about this week is how are you preparing your team for competition, both the good and the bad. You're welcome to take my suggestions or maybe you even have some of your own. Maybe you have your own horror stories or you have your own ways of motivating them. You know, maybe you do three back-to-back runs and that's how you build stamina. I think that's great. Whatever you can come up with to do for your team, absolutely do it because it's all about getting them to that level. And I know that if you're intentional about it, you can have success. If you haven't yet, hop on over to my website at www.attendrellc.com. Sign up for the email list. You will get an email from me in your inbox. You can also find me on social media at Atandra on Facebook or on Instagram at reach.effect.achieve. That's effect with an A. I'm so excited, guys, that you have chosen to dedicate your time to creating a great program for your students. I look forward to seeing you take the floor in competition.